welcome to episode four of Anything and Everything. I have literally been not present for so long because I've just actually been so busy. Life gets in the way and I've actually been dying to record another podcast. However, like I said, crazy busy here and there and everywhere. Um, But guess who's back today? By popular demand, Shauna. Hey. Hey girl, how are you doing? I'm not too bad, thanks. How are you? Good, yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm good, thank you. So I've managed to collar Shauna to do the podcast because I've come home for the weekend, so I've come up to Newcastle. Um, and it's kind of only right that I actually drag you on here when I come yeah. up. I do it every opportunity because I like doing these with you. Yeah. I think they're really funny. Very interesting. Um, so, yeah, hon. First question, actually, in the news, going wild. What's your opinion on the Royals, Meghan and Harry? So, obviously, I think at the minute everyone's well concerned about this christening situation and stuff. Uh, by the way, I think the pictures are absolutely adorable. They are cute, yeah. However, what has put a bee in my bonnet more so is um, this house renovation thing. Have you heard yeah, about that? no, I haven't. Do you know what, right? So, I wanted to ask you about this because I'm so intrigued and I like, like to get everyone's opinions. But, like... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Megan in general. And I think, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, she's like coming in and she's like not abiding by the rules and she's not being a royal. And I kind of get that actually, because if you marry into a royal family, like for example, you know, if we married like a Saudi prince, obviously yeah. it would never happen. But like if we married a Saudi prince, like I would have to abide by what they would want me to do in Saudi Arabia. So mm. she's kind of come over here, you know, and I think, Everyone in the country's just got their back up with her because they're like, you didn't do the reveal when whatever his name is it Archie? Archie oh, yeah. was born. You didn't come out and do the pictures, you know, like Kate did when she had her kids, and it was all kept secret and all this and all that. And I think it's just one thing after the other, and people are just portraying like them to look really bad. Do you know what I mean? Well, I think the thing with Harry is he's whatever like one million and seven hundred and fifteenth in line to the throne or something seventh. like that. Well seventh, yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, tomato tomato. Um, so he's like quite far down the line anyway. Also for me, I understand, obviously, why people have got the backup yeah. and uh, people think tradition is key and stuff. But for me, I definitely think it's a step in the right direction because I think one of the biggest problems that the royals have or will have in, like, the sort of near future is that they're just totally not in touch with the, today's society yeah, and this, this generation of people. Like, Megan it's brings just, diversity, doesn't exactly. she? Exactly. Um, I do think it's a good thing, but I do understand why people have got the back up. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, imagine, I'd love to have a house renovated. I'd love to have a house. Yeah. You know, full stop, that'd be nice. <laughs> but obviously I do live somewhere, but I just don't have my own house, I don't oh, own yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, on a tangent anyway, because I was just really intrigued to hear your opinion on that, because yeah. I've been reading a lot yeah. in like, okay and hello and, you know. We're actually going to do the podcast today on something quite... Spiritual. Spiritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the word. Mm. I couldn't think then. I was like, hippie? But then I was like, no, hippie's <laughs> not the word. Um, because me and Shauna, when we met yesterday, we was actually saying like, do you know what? Last week had the most awful week. Like I just felt disgusting. I was hot. Like it was just awful. I couldn't wait for it to end. And it, well, actually still this week, but you know. And you said, oh my God. Because I've had the exact same thing. Mm. It's like, so many people said to me, I feel rubbish. Like, it's just, yeah, awful week. Yeah, just out of touch with themselves completely, I feel. Well, for me, mm. definitely, yeah. the people I've spoken to. Same, I felt crap this week. And Shauna enlightened me as to why. Well, it's been the new moon. So, obviously, it's been the yeah. solar eclipse, where the, obviously the new moon goes in front of the sun yeah. and blah, blah, blah. So, apparently, the new moon is supposed to have some sort of weird effects on... 
your gravitational yeah. magnetism pull to yeah. earth or something. And it's basically sending everyone a bit whappy. Mm. And my grandma actually says this because she works, um, she doesn't work with them directly, but she uh, is, is an admin and, you know, holding the place together. Mm. But um, where she works, they have service users who have, like, additional needs. And she goes, oh, God, they're all going crazy because it's a new, a new moon. Everyone's going mad today at work. Everyone's mm. going wild. And I think it's actually a thing. Mm. But I think it's because your bodies are so, you're still so aligned with the Earth. And, like, because of the new moon, you know, it's changing axis, gravitational pull's different, mag, like, the magnetic energy is different. Yeah. Everyone feels it. Mm-hmm, 100%. And we thought it was quite an interesting thing to talk about. And then we kind of just got onto like a bigger topic of like, you know, wellness and mindfulness and vibrations and energy yeah. and how like people feel in certain situations. But like, yeah, like what's what's your opinion on like all this spiritually gravitational stuff? <clears throat> well, I used to be quite like, not against it, but I just didn't really believe in it. But sort of recently, since I've sort of been working at the place that I am, um, this woman that I work with, she's very much into her mindfulness and her different creative methods and sort of self-healing and stuff. So I've sort of opened my mind up to it a little bit more. And I've done a little tiny bit of research. I'm not obviously proclaiming to be like a professor (laughs) on it, but like I've done a tiny bit of research and I do think that... um, maybe for people that are more susceptible or more open or the minds are more open to that sort of Mm. thing it does affect people definitely like I work at um, a pupil referral unit um, and honestly it's just been crazy like obviously it's it's quite a, a mental atmosphere anyway with the kids that we work with but it's just been 10 times crazier this week yeah. um and I do think it is to do with this new moon you know no I, t- I actually agree because I feel like that like you can tell when like something's going on like in the universe I do think people like generally like are all a bit whappy mm. like everyone I've spoken to like literally everybody has been like my week has been horrendous like mm. I've just felt disgusting I felt this I felt that and I've been reading this book about like vibrations, energy, law of attraction, all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And it's honestly blown me away. But like, I really feel like this week, I've not been able to practice any of those things that have like allowed me to heighten my vibrations, like make me feel positive. But I think there is a massive effect on the universe. So I mean, it's like that massive push pull thing. Like you are so in tune with the universe and the way you act. I think it just, it does affect everybody. And I just, I just find it so intriguing. Like that's why I like today. I did a bit of like my own weird Pilates yoga stretchy session and a bit mm. of a meditation. I actually felt much better, but like, yeah. Mm. I've started going to these um, in Sunderland. There's a, a place that has started offering free mindfulness sessions. Mm-hmm. And it's only, I think it's on, it's on a Wednesday and there's, you can pick between two times, but it's only yeah. 20 minutes and they're free. Um, and I've been going and it's just. 20 minutes to just sort of like connect with your inner self and just yeah I think obviously it takes a lot longer than 20 minutes to sort of find your inner self and have like a proper like meditation session but just 20 minutes of just being or trying to completely empty your mind and just be there in the moment Mm. it's just really helped me sort of center myself um so I do think it's a good thing for people to look into but I do think you have got to be sort of Mm. open to that sort of thing to be able to successfully do it I agree they say that like about um when you get hypnotized like you'll only be hypnotized if you believe it yeah that is a thing right I think so yeah no yeah I'm sure somebody's been like oh you will only be hypnotized and it will only work if you believe it but like that's why I found it really interesting you know when you said about oh like 
there's a new moon, all this stuff, and mm. da, da, da. but I've really, really been actively trying to practice wellness recently, and, like, mm. mindfulness especially, and, like, just trying to, like, you know, take a step back, especially for me, like, living in London is nuts, like, it's just a nuts place to live, and mm. then you working where you work, very high stress, yeah. like, it is just, like, a really important thing, and, like, I think this podcast, you know, when we discussed about what we was going to talk about, what we wanted to kind of come out of it is, you know, to whoever's listening, just some like, ideas about like how to practice mindfulness and wealth, like wellness and, you know, all these kind of things that are like good for your mental health and like just mm. generally being in sync with your mind, body and soul. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like just fully being into it. Like this is a bit of like, it is a very spiritual hippie kind of podcast mm. I mean but. I think both of us like I think me and you were that you you especially and you have been for like quite a longer period very open to like the idea yeah. of like self-love and self-care and sort of um self-medicating or what not medicating <laughs> self-medicating but, do you know what I mean yeah, self-practice <laughs> and stuff to like <laughs> I'm not even gonna go into that <laughs> to try and you know like make yourself feel better but I'm still learning about it I'm yeah. still like learning about different methods mm. and stuff like that and just sort of looking at the different ways that people go into yeah. like heal self-healing self-healing yeah like I am quite spiritual actually like on a level of like believing in like the earth and destiny and all that kind of stuff like I kind of do believe in it a little bit obviously there's an element of you can't wait for the universe to bring it to you you do yeah, actually have to exactly. do something but like I believe in like ghosts and all that stuff and, like the afterlife and reincarnation that like, mm. I actually do think that you come back as like maybe not a human but as an animal mm. like I really do think all that stuff but yeah, like, really tapping into your inner self is so important. Especially, you know, I don't I don't know whether it works for everybody, but I know, like, when I start to feel anxious about stuff, like, being able to just take, like, five minutes to, like, calm down is so nice. Yeah. That's why I started doing Pilates on a Wednesday at work, because we, we do Pilates at work on a Wednesday. <laughs> um, really good benefits, everyone, by the way. Um, but, yeah, so... And that really, that is actually really good for me. Like, even though it's, like, fast-paced and it's, like, stretching, it's so good to, like fully be in tune with my body and like stretch feel every muscle like actually connect my mind mm. to my body that's what I find about the gym as well like other than you know you're because you do wellness in, and mindfulness in slightly different ways I like to go to the mm. gym to do that and I can connect my mind with my muscles well that's the thing I think the the way that some people sort of struggle with getting their heads around mindfulness and practicing mindfulness yeah. themselves is that it's it different strategies or different mm. practices are not going to help you so like for me I am horrific like I have never been a gym bunny I have never liked to exercise if I've ever done it it's because I've forced myself to because I've put about 20 mm. stone on but like I I can't get in touch with my mind that way because I just get uh, peed off because I just hate me life when I'm there <laughs> hate however <my> life. <laughs> sick of my life but, like, obviously the gym does work for some people and it is their way to be mindful. My mm. way is to go to a mindfulness session or to just sit there and have five, ten minutes just mm. sort of, like, clear, trying to clear my mind and just it's effectively a clean slate. Yeah. But, obviously, that won't work for some people either. It's just no. being able to figure out or having the patience to try different mm. methods and figuring out yeah. what does work for you. No. It's so true because, you know what, I, like, I didn't actually go into full-on detail about the book that I read and how I got to it. But, so... I was listening to this YouTuber. Well, she's not a YouTuber. First and foremost, she's an Instagrammer. She's an influencer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, well, anyway, so she owns her own business called Mars the Label. People listening might know she's called Ariana Adjata. No idea. I'm really sorry. I think I said her name, her last name wrong. But anyway, she's called Ariana Adjata, whatever. Um, 
but yeah, she's so cool. And like, I followed her on Instagram for years and she's like really into like all this like meditation and you wouldn't think it when you looked at her because mm. like, you, she she does look like a typical kind of Instagrammer, but she's literally the most amazing person from what I've gathered. Obviously, I don't know her personally. But I was like, what, li- watching, listening to one of her YouTube videos, whatever. Both, yeah. Watching one of her YouTube videos. And she was talking about this book and she was like, it's one of my favourite books for like mindfulness and like learning to be more positive and like, you know, law of attraction, all that kind of stuff I mentioned earlier. And it's called Good Vibes, Good Life by Vex King. I think you should read it. I've nearly finished, so you can actually use mine if you want, mm-hmm. once I've read it. But like, it actually does work, like to some degree. Obviously, it's not one of those things that you can just plough yourself into really easily and pick up all the practices like every day. But it's like learning how to like heighten your vibration, like be more positive. Not in a sense of being like writing post-it notes all over your room, being like, I love myself, today is great. Like it's still it's about the give and take of how do you turn a negative into like more of a positive as in like it being a lesson and stuff like that and like I don't know I just think it's really really good like it talks about meditation and there was this thing I can't remember what it was that I was reading but like it's just so it's just so good like and I really really recommend it it's just genuine generally just trying to make yourself feel a little bit better Mm. and the guy who wrote the book like he isn't like a philosopher or anything like that he kind of just goes off his own experiences and it's like because he came up not from a bad upbringing but he had a tough upbringing because of that situational um issues like you know and he he was talking like about how he was like a, a black boy and in like kind of a well, white community and he was like singled out and he had diff- like struggles at school and then he had his own struggles at uni and like all this kind of stuff and it's just it's just really really interesting to listen to because sometimes you can get so wrapped up in your own stuff you just need to take five minutes to think how can I actually get out of my own head mm, I think as well I think I think one of the issues that I find in society at the minute I mean, I feel like we're going completely off topic. Yeah, I know, but, but go for it. people get offended so easily. Yeah. And obviously, people can be offensive. And, like, if, if if you find something offensive, that's completely within your rights to be offended by something. It's a feeling. However, I just think that people let different situations affect them too much. And instead of just being able to learn from that experience and let it go people are hung up on it and that affects people's well-being Mm -hmm. and mental health as well Um, and I think one thing about mindfulness and good vibes and stuff is being able to take the negative Mm -hmm. and learn from it or try and turn it into Mm -hmm. a positive which is what a lot of people including me I struggle massively with it Um, and I don't think I'm at the stage with mindfulness at the minute where I can completely be unaffected by it or unoffended by things but I think I'm sort of getting to a stage Stage where I am sort of like right well that's a bit yeah. annoying that situation's a bit annoying however like come on be positive keep going yeah, sort no. of thing yeah I kind of get you I kind of do actually because the thing is as well you know I like being that I'm not I wouldn't say I'm easily offended but I'm an absolute sensitive Sally like yeah someone could have said something to about a pair of shoes that someone was wearing like I don't know four years ago and like oh my god they're disgusting and I'd just never buy them because I'd remember that comment someone said oh they're really disgusting and I'd be like I don't want people to think I'm disgusting yeah do you know what I mean and stuff like or someone said something to me so long ago and I'm like oh my god this is what I'm like mm. and I think yeah it's like getting out of your own head it's like just being like oh whatever but like Something I actually think about, like, anxiety and depression, kind of off the back of what you said about people always being offended now. I think, like, you know, we get so many more people in society now that are openly talking about 
you know, their anxieties and their depression. And I think it's really great. Mm. But you know what? Society doesn't help Mm -hmm. those people that have, you know, all these issues. And I think, this is going to be going off on another tangent, but... (laughs) You know Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Mm-hmm. So, like, at the bottom... I'm, I'm going to get this wrong. But, like, the bottom, the very base is, like, shelter, food, water. Mm-hmm. And then the next one is, like, maybe sex. I don't know. <laughs> and then the next one up is, like, having extra money, whatever. If anyone, get, if anyone is actually interested in this, I would recommend researching yeah, it. Yeah, please just because... research it, because I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying it right. But do you know what I mean? Like, Maslow's hierarchy of needs... One minute. I tell you what, I'm actually going to look it up, because... I want to get this right for the context. So, right. Here we go. I completely got it wrong. <laughs> so, the bottom one is psycho... No, physiological. Sorry, that's my reading. The next one up is safety. The next one up the pyramid is love and belonging. Then it's self-esteem. And then it's self-actualization. Mm-hmm. And self-actualization is at the top of the pyramid. So, that's not a basic need, right? But I now think... The reason so many people have anxiety and stuff is because self-actualization is actually right at the bottom. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're constantly on phones that you see in people, like, you know, these handfuls of Instagrammers being like, oh, I've got this, I've got this, I've got this. And it's constantly being shoved in your face that you haven't got stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody now, you know, when people come, psychologists come to revise this hierarchy of needs, all that stuff on the actual hierarchy, most people in today's society have it. But it's because it's just completely changed. Like, mm. a basic need... You know, some people would rather have a phone and be homeless. Obviously, that's really extreme. But well, you know what I mean? Well, we were speaking about this, weren't we, with your mum earlier? Yeah. And we were sort of... Your mum... Uh, Ella's mum just completely... just She's just not a, a Twitterer or an Instagram. Yeah, she has no social her. media. Not even LinkedIn. She has nothing. But, like, I was saying, I used to follow, like, all of the... I struggle a lot with, sort of, like, my weight. Like, I'm not... I'm, I'm very, like, yo-yo mm. diet. I fluctuate with my weight all the yeah. time. And I used to follow all these accounts and it used to make me so self-conscious and my anxiety mm-hmm. was through the roof. Mm. Uh, but I, I I thought that that was a good way for me to follow these accounts to motivate was a good like way to, to motivate me. However, what it was actually doing was having the complete opposite effect on me. Yeah. It was making me anxious. It was making me feel quite depressed and quite yeah. sad all the time. So as soon as I unfollowed them, mm. I felt completely better. Yeah. Yes, I'm not still not going to the gym and stuff, but I feel so much better in myself because exactly. it's not being... It's not being shoved in your face. Exactly. And I think that's why so many people have this feeling of you know, anxiety and depression because they're not meeting today's needs. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like... The, the needs and wants of society today are different. Like, my grandma goes, well, you don't need a new dress, and you don't need this. And I'm like, grandma, I need a new dress. Mm. Like, stop getting on my case. But, like, you know, way back when, that wasn't an issue. And this this whole hierarchy of needs has just completely changed. So people's, you know, perceptions of life are different. And people feel like they're missing out. They've not got what they want. They're not feeling like they're happy because they're not a size six and toned and they've got a husband and a baby and a house or you know all these clothes or whatever else you perceive as what you want Mm. and then that's what brings me to my point of you know a social media cleanse as being a part of wellness and mindfulness Mm -hmm, 100% you know and me and Beth touched upon it in our fitness podcast like following like you know good influential people like not bad influencers Mm -hmm. and like I completely agree with you there. I think that's a massive thing as well. Like, when I do, like, my Pilates, like like I did today, or when I'm, like, I've only just started meditating, so I'm not going to sit there and pretend I'm, like, Rafiki or whatever from The Lion King. But, like, when I do that, I literally 
put my phone away. Like, mm. I fully put it away and I just don't even touch it. I don't mm. want to then touch so like my phone for like another half an hour because I just need to like, you know, get myself back to normality. But yeah, mm. I don't know. I think that's another thing. Mm-hmm. I do think it's another thing. Even if it's just like having half an hour of reading your book because that's a yeah. big thing as well because a lot of people, like... I used to love reading, and I know obviously it's one of those things that changes as you get older, like your yeah. interests change and stuff, but I do genuinely love picking up a good book and reading yeah. it, but I never, well I tell myself I never have the time, but then I find myself sat there scrolling through Instagram, scrolling mm. through Facebook for hours, I agree. Um, I do the same. and even if it's just turning your phone on silent and reading your book for yeah. 15 minutes, you're just shutting yourself off, completely mm. absorbing yourself into something different, yeah. something that unless obviously it, it, obviously well, it depends the yeah. story might have triggered do you know what I mean yeah or like, a magazine yeah just shutting <laughs> your, just shutting yourself off and just allowing yourself mm. to have a bit of space yeah. from the digital age because it, mm. it is soul destroying I think yeah I try and do that now I try and take a book with me on the tube or well every Wednesday I get my stylist magazine and they have Grazia at work every Wednesday I think so I have one of them to try and read on the tube but I don't, know if, I don't know if you've read it. Everything I Know About Love by Dolly Alderton. No. So, amazing book. Anyone that's read it will agree with me. It's literally the best book I think I've ever read. Even though it is the first book that I read since I was like 10. So it's like up there. But anyway, she says in her things that she learned about love at 28, she said, don't even bother trying to connect to the Wi-Fi on the tube because it's shit anyway. Read a good book. Mm. And I agree with her. Mm. Don't, even, don't even try to connect to the Wi-Fi on the tube at every station because it's shit. Mm. It is really bad. Um, just immerse yourself like immerse, and this is something that I've really really like tried to do for these past few weeks you know whilst I've not been recording my podcasts and stuff because like I've just had so much going on I've been so busy I've had so much on my brain like I've really had to try my best to disconnect myself and like you know coming home this weekend was a really nice way for me to disconnect myself and I think a lot of people feel like that in today's age like people just feel like they cannot disconnect like they're constantly connected they're constantly wired to like everything but it's you know, it's it's like how do you do that? How do you overcome that? Mm. Like it's just so it's just so mad. It's so mad. I can't even I've got no words. No. You know, none at all. But yeah, I think what was you saying earlier about things for mindfulness? Yeah, so well mindfulness is actually one of the big things that um the school that well the pro that I work at, mindfulness is like one of the heavy things that is part of their curriculum. Um mm. and it's actually sort of mandatory that the kids have at least one session a week in this sort of creative mindfulness. So it's sort of like they just I don't know, they they make things like the colouring or they make masks or something, but it's sort of a way to encourage them to talk about their feelings and, you know, just sort of be immerse themselves with their friends and just be mm. completely comfortable so that's the only the woman obviously who delivers it um she's very in touch with her mindfulness and she's done all these crazy things like she's um she's she does this drawing and talking art therapy she's um a qualified reiki therapist she does all these things like she did a gong bath the other week sorry so, like a, what the hell right. is a gong bath so when she told me i just envisioned like a group of people sat in a room in, in a, a bath, bath like and people just go yeah gong, gong, gong. but basically it's just meditating 
with people like banging gongs, but they like bang gongs like in specific regions around your body. <gasps> vibrations. And, yeah, and the vibrations are supposed to go in different parts of your my body. Book. This relates to my book. Exactly. So like just crazy different things like like we were saying earlier, just mm. finding different things. Because I don't I don't think a gong bath would work for me. I think I'd just laugh. I think I'd laugh. But obviously it does work for some people and she said it was absolutely amazing. But I think as well, um what a lot of people fail to realise is if you go I think obviously to a certain extent it is rude but mm. if you go to like a session like a gong bath or a mindfulness session and you laugh about it obviously there's a certain level of respect that you have to have for mm. obviously the other people and the practitioner but laughing is a completely natural thing and a completely yeah, natural I think reaction. I genuinely wet myself or mm. I'd be like well I wouldn't wet myself that's in flatulence is that what it's called <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I'd be like, oh my god! I go, ooh, ee, yeah. you know, and it gets me, and I'm like, yeah. oh god, that scared me. Mm. But I think people are just so like nervous and are just so like shut off from it. They just don't. They think that yeah. like laughing is not okay, and to, kind a, of is. to a certain extent, of course, it's, you can't just sit there and laugh at everything like the the teacher says. Mm. But it's okay to laugh and feel nervous. That's a completely mm. natural human emotion. Do you know who does that? Amber off Love Island. Oh yeah, she does. <laughs> she does. True. She does. Which that's that's her. That's that's her way of dealing with horrible situations. Yeah. You know. I think she needs to practice some mindfulness after mm. the way Michael's been treating her. I really fancied Michael and I loved him, and now I really don't like him. Absolute. What is he called? Lothario. I don't know. Lothario. That Shakespeare villain. Yeah. I think it's Lothario. Well. Anyway, I'm going to ask you, actually, I'm going to go into some questions about Love Island. Right. And I know people that are going to be listening are going to be like, oh, well, there's already been episodes since then. Like, oh, you're a bit behind. We're not behind, actually. Where we are currently right now, we are actually eight minutes into Love Island on Sunday night, but we've not started watching it because we're watching this. However, I'm going to ask you, what was your opinions on the recoupling? And, like, how does it stand? Curtis and Amy, Amber and Michael, tell me it all. Well, I just feel like Curtis and Amy are a completely different kettle of fish. Like, I don't get it at all I think obviously I don't understand how Curtis has completely gone from adoring her like e- just even the way that he looks at her he's, he's not. got no he's emotion not. in his face and Sociopath. it's just and all that from having two conversations with Jordan Jordan oh I don't like her either like it, she I, it just completely baffled me like I don't understand that well that blew me I'd obviously that did Do you know what it is not in a horrible way I think he's just realised he's not physically attracted to her and he mm. doesn't have the heart to tell her that he doesn't fancy her physically which is fine he's like you're so talented you're so amazing Amy you're an amazing person but she's not fit, in his opinion. But that she deserves, like, more than that. Just tell obviously. her I'm not physically attracted to you. Yeah. Obviously, it'll break her heart, but honesty is the best policy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Michael and Amber Sitch. Um, very upset about it. I do think, however, they might... I think they'll end up back together. So do I. And do you know what? Right, what I found really interesting about Amber... When she got back from her little chat with Joanna, is it Joanna or jo- Joanne? Joanna, I think. Joanna. When she got back from that chat with Joanna, she was actually really nice to the girls about it. And she was like, she's actually a really nice girl. Like, we've kind of, you know, done yeah. this, done that. And then Joanna runs off to Michael, being a little bitch, being like, ah, well, this, 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 like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was like, honestly, get a grip. Do you know what I, I, I read the other day? I can't take credit for it, but I saw this meme um, where it was just like, literally, loyal... Um, is obviously from last series. Yeah. This series, it's childish. Um, Georgia wasn't loyal, and Michael is childish, and Amber's yeah. not. Like, because I think the way that 
he conducted himself around that. But yes, it's fine that if he has got these 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 woes and these qualms about his relationship with Amber, that's absolutely fine. But he can't come in saying that he's felt like that for a long yeah, time and, and use it against her if he's, he's not addressed it with her. Yeah, he's not said anything to her. And then I know loads of boys' opinions on Amber is like, oh, she's proper whiny, she's a bitch, she's annoying. She's actually not. Like, okay, yeah, she's 21. Like, she's our age. Do you know what I mean? Like, she has a bit of an attitude. But, you know, northern girls do have a bit That's of attitude. That's just the way that she deals with things. Exactly. Like... And, like, she's never, ever shot him down. I've not seen one moment where she has shot him down. Like, she has been a bit like, oh, is there a problem? Mm. Is there, like, And that is a bit annoying in itself. Well, he also said that, that he loves that side of her. Like, yeah, and he's like, said, oh, I love that. Yeah. Mm. You know, I really, I actually really like Amber. I really rate her. And I think she's dealt with the situation really well. Mm. And I think... I don't know. Some of the things I was a bit like, oh, come on. But, like, you know, when you're in there, I think you forget like, how it how intense it must be. Mm. It must well, be so intense. I thought, because obviously I'd, we'd, um, there's been that thing where apparently Amy's been taken out for psychiatric health and stuff. And I, I found myself. Yeah. And I, I hate being judgmental. But obviously, in, instinctive, in, instinctively. Yeah, everyone's judging. Everybody we is all a bit. It. And the, everyone's initial thought is to be a bit judgy. My initial thought about that was like, oh my God, she's only known him a few weeks. What the hell? But, but actually, every day. it's like, it is, probably is like four months instead of four weeks. Yeah, and it's, it's a very like intense thing. But, you know... Um, I'm going to come on to another thing. Poor Amy's going to need more psychiatric help with Bloody Mora. Do you reckon that's staged? I reckon it's staged. See, it's either... I think it's either the producers that have told Mora that she needs... Because Mora was scouted, you know. She didn't apply. And they that's asked true. her to go on the show last year and she turned it down. Oh. But she went on the show this year. So I reckon either the producers are using her for a lot of the, you know, the 70s yeah, storylines. Or she's just like, right, well, I'm here now. I need May to well sort call of some shit. exactly, or I need to sort of like go for what I want, which I do sort of applaud her for if that's what she's doing, but because she is gonna. People are gonna hate her, but I she's know, but she's like she sat there saying to Amy, "He doesn't love you." <laughs> that was the worst <laughs> Irish pop song. <laughs> he doesn't love. I'm not even gonna do it. He, she was like, "He doesn't love you." Bib, bib. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> I actually love the Irish accent. It's amazing. But, but yeah, no, like, I, that's what I think is horrible. That goes against girl code. Like, she was literally sat there supporting her, being like, oh, you can do that, you can do that. And now she's like, oh, I want you to teach me how to dance. Mm. I've got funny flutters. <laughs> Again, horrible, horrible Good accent. Effort. 10 out of 10 for her. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I just, oh, I just can't. I can't. What's your predictions for the week? Do you have any predictions? See, no, because I always have predictions, and then my predictions are either confirmed or denied within the first first two episodes, and then, like, something mm. just completely... The situation just gets completely flipped over, like, to something else. I'd quite so. like Amber and Ovi to get together, you know? Because um, I, I quite fancy Ovi. I fancy Ovi, but I do think they're better as friends. I don't think they're yeah. together, because I think Ovi's a very sensitive soul. But also, he is he is actually older. I think he is ready to, like, settle down, whereas I don't think Amber is. Nah. But so then, I think he was. He just again, wants one more. Like if she Anna. does get back with Michael, is it going to work? Because he's like twenty seven, twenty eight, isn't it? Yeah, but he doesn't look like he wants to settle down. Oh, That's sure. a bit awful going off the way he looks and stuff. No, but but he, she was right. 
boys like that ruin girls' lives. Mm. Like, they, they do. 100%. See, and the thing... they know their What fit. I thought as well is I thought it was very interesting when the, the girls were in Casa Ramor, Um I thought it was interesting that Amy and Amber were the two that were sort of very fretty and very het up, whereas Molly always seemed to be the one that was very calm. Yeah. And she was never... And it's just... I think it just proves that girls have an instinct girls, and girls know. do know oh like, god you know and like you know when people are like when boys do things and they're like oh she won't know they always know mm-hmm. like the girls always know like there is a way honest to god like and you'll back me up on this mm. there's been loads of occasions where i have found out stuff for myself and other people very very quickly like it's not hard it's not even it's it, even without the use of facebook on a lot of occasions yeah as well. linkedin is another good stalking tool mm-hmm. just to find people not to like yeah. but yeah literally and i just think you know those amber amber and amy in, they were instinctively panicking yeah, they, they were aware. aware whereas molly was very comfortable she's very chill yeah oh god also quickly before we round up opinions on lucy right no I'm was, not a fan of her at all. I completely backed her and I completely, like, um, I just thought that she was sort of a dog's bollocks, really. I thought she was really lovely. But then I, I do never think... Saw it. I don't know. I just, I'm very sort of swept away with people. Like, yeah, I take what people... I'm, I'm just like... I don't know, I'm just a very people... I'm not saying you're not a people person, but No, I'm, I'm not, like, but I just... I'm always like, I'm very, no. tr- I'm very trusting, I'm very gullible, I'm very naive, I, I sort of feel, <laughs> in situations. And I was so trusting of her, and I was like, oh, she's so lovely, and I hated Joe. I really didn't like Joe, but mm. now I feel really sorry for him, even to the point where I feel like I'm going to message him on Instagram and be like, "This, I know you don't Fan know mail. me, but this is how I felt, and I'm really sorry, because I do think you're a nice guy. <laughs> and you had your instincts, Literally. and you knew. I know, innit? Honestly, honestly, I cannot believe it. But Tommy... Tommy's just so stupid in like a loving way. He's such an idiot. He's so naive. Like he's so oblivious. He's like, they? oh, Lucy, we can still be best mates. No, 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 no. no Does not work like that. If I was Molly, I wouldn't be happy. Yeah, Obviously I she live it. But she's trying to be dead nice, and she's like, oh, they can be friends. They can do this. They can do that. They cannot. They cannot be friends. End of conversation. <laughs> I think that's a very good way to. <laughs> And that's where this podcast ends. Yeah. Well, yeah, this was a bit of a jumbly one, but, you know, I felt like it was more of a catch-up, because I felt like we did have stuff to catch up on, actually. But, yeah, anyway, mindfulness, wellness, meditation. Being in touch with yourself. And Love Island. Oh, and the Royals. Oh, yeah. What a great mashup. Anyway, I promise I'll try and stay on top of these podcasts, because I actually really do enjoy doing them, Mm. and I feel like the people who listen to them actually enjoy listening to them. I get some really nice feedback. People are like, oh, my God, like, they're so easy to listen to. It's really funny. Like, yeah, love it. Well, anyway, everyone have a great week. Hopefully it's better because the moon is now no longer new. And we should... <laughs> it's ancient. Ancient It's an history. old moon now. So it should, we should all align. All of our chakras should be fine. We should all get back into the swing of things and feel back to our normal selves. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great week. Bye.